I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, today we have a special guest with us. We have Evan Lindman from Farmington Hills, Michigan. He's just about an hour away from me. Uh, so how you doing, Evan? I'm doing great, Aaron. How are you? Good. So this is our second run at this. Uh, yep, I forgot that's okay. to push the record button. <laughs> I've done that too. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> so Evan is my first non-family guest on the podcast. There we so go. Evan, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, tell us how you uh, eventually made your way into lawn care. Aaron, thanks. It's an honor to be on, guys. Uh, Lansing Lawn Service out there is awesome. I got to know Aaron. Side note, got to know him at the Equip Expo. This past year, because I actually went, and it was an honor, through uh, Tony Rudolph from Tony's Lawn Care. But anyway, so just to start out here, I've always kind of been interested in lawn care ever since I was like a little little boy. My dad had a tractor. I, you know, I, he, he, he would let me. I would ride the tractor with him, or he would just, you know, let me doing that when I was cutting his lawn. Fast forward all the way to senior year in high school. I had a buddy named Eli. We were trying to figure out what we wanted to do for, you know, going out for our senior year, uh, for the summer to make some money. And... I'm like, hey, you want to start a lawn care business? He goes, sure, because he already did that. He had about five lawns of himself, but he didn't have any of the equipment. I had more of the equipment. So we got two push mowers together, stick edger, um, old weed whip, and then we just went at it there the first summer, passed out a ton of flyers, built something up, very successful, cash only, but we were not, we were not um, charging enough, even back in 2010, which is almost 13 years ago, definitely not charging enough. The next summer, my dad kind of helped me. He and invested we got a cub cadet walk behind commercial 36 inch mower we ended up firing my friend eli i still talked to him here and there we kind of fired him well once my dad took it, it, it over we kind of fired him and um because eli wanted to only mow and it was the hottest times during the day like he didn't want to start knocking out these like 10 lawns until like 4 or 5 p.m during the summer i'm like okay that's not how it works and so long story short from since then because my dad he, he only helped me that first year i Took it over after him, went from a 36-inch Cup Cadet to a 52-inch X-Mark, then to a 60, and now we're, we're full-fledged um, just mowing still right now. So it's a it's a lot of mowing. We do mulch and hedge trimming, but what I primarily do is mow. I pride myself on being very OCD when it comes to mowing. So if nice. any of you guys want to talk like obsessiveness with mowing and cut quality and striping, that's me. But I'm working solo now. I actually had a buddy who helped me for nine or ten years. His name is Zach. He now works for the Department of Public Works out here in Farmington. It's just a better fit for him with, with the job. But it wasn't for Zach. I wouldn't have not uh, really have been able to build, you know, things up the, the way that I did it. I mean, I, I I, didn't really have to do any marketing with my business. The only thing I did was just flyers and um, word of mouth really, really gets gets you very far um, in the lawn care um, business. And if you just do quality work, the rest speaks for itself. And then obviously God carried me through, though, too. If, if it wasn't for him, just give me favor, I wouldn't have gotten nowhere. So. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so I, I looked on your, your Facebook page a little bit and I saw that you went to college for film. Is that right? I, I did. So actually in, while I was building the lawn care business after high school, 
I always had a passion for like YouTube and filming and I have a different YouTube channel that no one will ever find. But anyways, it was back in 2013. I graduated from film school. It was the motion picture Institute out in Troy, Michigan. So if you do the little hand thing, it's just about 35 minutes North and a little bit East of kind of Farmington Hills area. And so I went there. Um, it was just an awesome kind of 12, uh, not 14 month crash trade school. Um, I went for, you know, cinematography and um, directing and really um i kind of already knew like the tech specs for um cameras and stuff but the, but the school was not just a you know a, a button pressing school it was really hands-on and, and then after film school i worked up on a feature film out in lansing after like right after i was a pa um production assistant it was called the funeral guest and it was kind of this romantic film it was only a five hundred thousand dollar budget film but basically these couples they go and they crash funerals basically what it was so i Helped out on there on film, really low budget, got paid for that. And then since then, I had tried to build a wedding film business. And I did get somewhere, but Lawn Care always kept calling me back. God always kept pulling me back to just, I'm going to grow this. And thing is, I think it's a lot easier in some sense to build a, you know, can, to, to build a lawn care business than it was for wedding films. Because it's a very, wedding film market here in Michigan is very seasonal. It's like spring, summer, and then no one really gets married like past Halloween and fall and, and the winter. You can find some people, but if you really want to grow that business, obviously it could have, I could have pushed it more with, with word of mouth, but we really need to be in a different state like Texas or like Tennessee for that type of stuff. But I took my film you know, skills and I have a YouTube channel at Andy Lawn Care and I apply it all to that and I just do a bunch of random YouTube videos and I actually met Aaron at the Equip Expo 2022 this year and uh, checked out his uh, channel Aaron's podcast is great. It is faith in lawn care. And he's just a really light and a really dark lawn care mowing community up at times. So, yeah. um, yeah, man, I just thought that was so cool. Um, and I, I live right, right. I mean, outside of Lansing, uh, when, when was it that you filmed that, that helped on that film in Lansing? That was back in 2000, uh, end of 2013, early 2014. So, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, um, I didn't start my business yet. I started in 2014. So I would have been, we would have been living downtown Lansing, um, just by the, uh, McLaren greater Lansing hospital. And when no I was kidding. working there, there was, uh, there was actually another film. I don't know if it was your film or not, but, um, they, we had a floor that we didn't have any, any patients on. And so a film crew came in and filmed a scene or two on that floor. So I don't know if that was you guys or not, but it might've actually been us. It's been so long. It's been almost 10 years. I don't really remember, but it was a appropriate film, but I was just kind of a PA just running around yeah. trying to assist there on the production though, too. Sure. But that's when I really thought I was going to break into the, you know, the film industry. That's all. It's kind of a whole different, um, I like my, video work is fine like cinematography is fine but just what i really wanted to do was just to push weddings and then get into other stuff and work for a production company it never really seemed to pan out so that's where lawn care won overall so and i was actually yeah. still doing my lawn care business back in 2013 but such on a much i guess quote-unquote smaller scale so i can knock out my cleanups and still commute 45 minutes out there to lansing then come back so it was uh quite the haul but you know made it work so it was it was, it was decent yeah. money it's just you know foot in the door like just starting out with, with lawn care, my first year, a lot of my jobs were just low ball, foot in the door, you know, type jobs, like like almost too cheap. But that's kind of how you build it. I mean, that's not how I would build it now, but you kind of take whatever you can get that, you know, first year uh, doing lawn care. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I actually still have a lot of the clients that I started with uh, when I started and I, I lowballed, uh, but over time I've raised the prices. Um, and so a lot of those have still stuck with me. I'm, I'm always surprised every year when I raise the price that they still stick Likewise. with me, but it, it must be, I must be doing something right. So um, I, I actually saw in some of your YouTube videos, um, it might actually been a short, it looks like you've got some bigger, some bigger like suburb type properties. Like those seem to be at least the one fall cleanup that you did where oh, yeah. I mean, there was just a a ton of leaves and and it, it looked like a big yard for a subdivision so are you are you taking care of what size yards are you typically taking care of they're mid-sized cookie cutter lawns so that was a corner house and then a neighbor next and you could i i mow those for 33 dollars each and okay. then the cleanups took me six hours so i charged them roughly 650 for that so but uh -huh. luckily the leaves were so dry that day i just hopped on my echo uh pb 9010 t guys great blower yeah blew them all into the woods there. Luckily where those two clients were at, you could put them right there um, in the woods. But these are, these are your typical cookie cutter neighborhood lawns, but they're a tad bigger, the $33 side doing solo. Okay. So to give you some perspective down that same neighborhood, I have, I, I have, okay, technically I have about almost 50 lawns in that neighborhood, but I have a 15 lawn stretch and stop. And depending on the drive months, it can take me anywhere from four hours to six hours to mow 15 lawns. And so yeah. just the mowing on 15 lawns, just straight mowing is about three hours. And then the whipping, I try to get that done in, a, in an hour, but you know, a lot of steps, but these are bigger lawns than people think like they're not completely small, like small, you know, houses right next to each other, but they're a part more and they take some time and, you know, going solo this year, I really suffered. I really, I actually lost weight. I'm like, man, I want Zach back who was who uh, helped me out for a very long time. And it's like, uh, I hate whipping, but you know, I got my Shindawa. Um, what's that? Oh, what's the Shindawa? It's a uh, T22, uh, something T260, a 260 okay. T. I, I think that might be the Red Max. So I'll have to look it up though, but I picked up that whip and it's a, it's really a great whip though, too. Um, solidly built, but you know, this, those houses like that that we're in it, they're, pr they're pretty big. It's an affluent area and, and everyone knows me. I passed out flyers there. I really didn't do flyers there the last two years because. Everyone knows me. I, I basically know all the neighbors there in the whole entire neighborhood. And I don't even mow, you know, most of them. So it's like kind of funny. So, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome though. That's, that's great. Like, uh, I mean, just, just that, cause you never know when, when these people see you out working or whatever, and I don't know if you have your, your truck and stuff lettered up or whatever, but, um, just seeing you out there working and if they know you already, if something happens, you, you pretty much know who they're going to call, especially if their neighbor is using you as well. Like that's, that's really good to, to have that, especially in that, that neighborhood where you have 15 lawns. It's awesome to have that route density right there because I mean, All in if, one if spot. they see oh, you yeah. out there, yeah, if they see you out there, they're going to pick you up. Now, starting out back in the day with lawn care, I had a 1998 manual Ford Ranger and we vinyled that thing. And that mm -hmm. stuck out big time. And then after that, I got a 2016 um, F-150, but it was um, alu not aluminum. Uh, what's the word? It, it it wasn't magnetic. It's not aluminum. What's the drawing a blank on it? But you, it, yeah, I think it's, it's I, must be aluminum. I think it's aluminum. Well, anyways, we could never put any um, kind of signage on that. So I, I never did it. And now I have a uh, newer 2019 Dodge Ram that I just got this year. 
I haven't okay. really decided. I I do have a mini trailer wrap for my trailer. I just haven't put it on yet. I'm kind of on the fence of like totally marketing my truck and my trailer just in case because some people are crazy and they don't want to get like bad press. I've I've never gotten bad press like online, mm-hmm. but some people are kind of nuts. Like I kind of like just being able to drive away. They don't really know who I am until they see my shirt or just you know come talk to me. But people talk yeah. about you on the uh, next door app, so I I tell you yeah. that. But Everything's been good. No one's ever came outside and like berated me. I've hardly lost any major clients in 13 years, but I've realized you cannot please anyone and everyone and people are cheap and you try to kill them with kindness. And sometimes you need just to bite your tongue. So, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, have you ever had any like bad interactions with a client at all? I know you just said you barely had any, but can you think of any that, that have not gone the right way? <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to think off the th- yeah. Well, I actually had this client is um. I'll just call him Larry. It's not Larry. It's a different L name. But had him for had him all the way up to last year. He was our first lawn um when we were passing out flyers back in 2010. Um, he always still viewed me as the high school kid cutting grass. And then when when we really raised his prices, he just basically got mad at me. But then in, and then finally paid me. And so it just kind of ended sour. And his and his son, we would mow for his son too, who's in a two million dollar house. He sent me some pretty nasty uh text um messages there though too and i've throughout my 13 years i've 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 had some neighbors come out and get mass i've blown either some clippings or leaves on their um like on their grass but mm-hmm. all in all like no one's really like berated me per se but it, there's just weird people i just it's it just doing just side work and side things that you you really can't please everyone too i've had uh interactions with people where they thought it would be you know this and that i'm like no this is the price and this is what i'm doing it for this just some people just get weird and they they expect the perfection or, or they always demand you and ask you to do more than what you bid for it's like no if you want me to do that it's going to cost more but people have been pretty nice I haven't been, been totally screamed at quite yet but you know there's people out there though so <laughs> yeah yeah i've i've had and it's usually for me it's usually been over money like people get mad it's if all i money. try to raise their price <laughs> oh, yeah. so usually that's what it is uh i haven't had too many people I don't think I've had anybody get mad at me blowing clippings or anything on their property, but a, a lot of, a lot of my clients, they're not in nice neighborhoods like yours. <laughs> um, they're <laughs> in like rundown kind of neighborhoods, but uh, the houses that I take care of are pretty nice, but they're, they're in the neighborhoods in Lansing. They're typically older. Um, sure. We've got, we've got a few uh, newer subdivisions but I mean, man, they are swamped by the amount oh, sure. of of the bigger companies that are in the area. So I'm in the old old neighborhoods, and that's where I find most of my work. And so that's good. It, it works out, and and it actually works to my favor a little bit because most people don't complain unless it's about money. So it, it that's works what it out is. to you get my these- favor. We've talked about people. I mean, we we mow really nice houses, like the cleanup video that you saw that is called mm-hmm. Mega Fall Cleanup Solo Operator. The house is right next to each other. They're, they're, I think they're a little over 500000 And you know, people even in that neighborhood still squawk about pricing, though, too. It's, it is what it is. It, it, yeah. it's, it's always about money. And I'm like, I, I try to educate them nicely. It's like, my prices are competitive, but I'm still kind of probably cheaper than what other guys would do it for i know people who would drop the gate for 38 to 40 dollars in this neighborhood so my 33 34 is pretty good price so it it frustrates me there at times but um i can't complain where i'm at with 
mowing if it's all in one route and dense mowing is great if not then you gotta you know offer you know other services too yeah yeah so i mean you said when you were telling us a little bit about yourself you were saying all the stuff that you do um so you do like obviously you do fall cleanup um do you do anything other than like the green stuff do you do gutter cleaning anything like that power washing at all well, I do gutter cleaning on single ranches, not like really pitched Me roofs. Too. If you heard about what happened to Tony's dad back in the day, uh, Tony Rudolph's dad, um, he was on a roof with a backpack blower and he slipped and he kind of like, mm -hmm. I think he broke his back or something like that, but it healed up. And so I don't want to land on my butt from a two-story you know, house and really hurt. So single ranches, I, I can, I can hop up there hundred dollars for 15 minutes. That's it done though too, but all mowing. Obviously, uh, hedge trimming, uh, do some mulch there. And I try to lay myself as tree work, too. Like, I, I can trim low-hanging limbs. <laughs> That's uh -huh. it, though, too. But um, I was kind of debating about trying to branch into more tree work. But number one, you have to be more crazy. And these guys are absolutely nuts. Tree guys are animals. And so I was actually um, trimming some of my trees in my yard about a month ago. And I had some limbs. I had my wood boss uh, chainsaw. I still, I had... I'd, some of these limbs came back my way. I'm like, okay, now I know why. I don't really do this for even basic limbs, just really low stuff that you can just zip, you know, by yourself. But slowly as the years go on, I'm trying to, to diversify more. And power washing is a venue that I kind of wanted to um, do as well. My my uncle was uh, talking about doing that though too, uh, Greg. So you mm -hmm. just got to find the right power washer that can uh, pump out uh, so many gallons per minute. Like you, you, I think well, it's like four gallons a minute or, or something like that, but I'm now a power washing expert. I've done it, but who knows what the future holds for that yet. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what does the future look like for your business? I know we were talking a little bit over Messenger today, and we both seems like we just kind of had a kind of a, a miserable year almost like just, yeah, just rough year, not, not anything horrible, but just rough. So, what is, what is the, the future look? like for for your business you know good question that's where it requ requires a lot of prayer though too it's like lord just give me the wisdom right now it talks about there in the book of james if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask god gives mm -hmm. to all without reproach generously um this is the first year i went 100 percent solo um to start out i had too many lawns this year so I, I i had the nerf over 30 lawns which puts me back puts me down to about 115 120 i just couldn't keep up and you know mid-june hits and i'm just sitting there absolutely beat like you, you're doing everything i, I come home 9 30 10 o'clock crash go to bed wake up this year I mean, it was kind of trying not just with the gas prices like gas prices are one thing we can blame you know uh, a certain person on that but um just everything else is way up though too just the cost to run the business is way up and it really just disheartened me too and on top of paying quarterly taxes though too i'm like this business kind of tires me is it really worth it doing all this and if you listen to guys if you listen to one of aaron's previous episodes where he you know kind of debates and questions and challenges us to maybe possibly leave lawn care or, or possibly not like other jobs are, are still out there but you may not get the flexibility to always you know do what you want though too so there's pros and cons so i mean i i want to still keep doing this my goal was to do it i'm like oh, i want to retire when i'm 45 and then you know have a house you know move to florida but i would love to give my money away life's not all about making money you no know, too it's counting others more you know important and significant than ourselves though too and so just i'm glad that we're almost done with this year and i 
I'm really trying, I'm kind of clueless of what I kind of want to do next year. I think I want to trim off more of the fat, trim off another 15, um, 10 lawns. And I was trying to, you know, grow the YouTube channel to, to supplement my income. I make, like you say, say you make an extra two to 300 a month. Well, that's basically, Hey, you can get rid of less lawns and do that. And I'm not trying to pull away from the physical work though, too. It's just when you're a sole operator, I can be the one to vouch there. I mow a lot. I mow more than most guys in my area with full crews. So I, I, I mowed 15 hours a day when it was, you know, really sunny out there and when it was still light, you know, during um, July. And so I'm, I'm trying to weigh some options though, too. It's like, I don't have any really major payments on things. I'm, I'm, I'm paying on some things though, too, but it's just the question of all the backflow you have to do with quarterly taxes. Do I really want to keep doing this? And, you know, Paul talks about, um, I think it's Corinthians. If a man does not work, he doesn't eat though, too. And I think men are called to do, I mean, this could be like a more masculine, I think men are called to do, you know, physical labor, do X, Y, I mean, we can be put in, you know, different roles though too. And I thought, oh, maybe I should try to get back into film though too. But it's, I want to keep doing this. It's just maybe it's time to change up the the business model though too. And as, as, as you talk about, like change it up some certain things so we can utilize most of our time. Many hands make light work. And the problem with me is, see, I I go down for two hours, say, you know, I, ha I have to plug a tire, you know, my, equipment fails. So I got to work through the weekends and I don't mind working weekends except Sundays. That's a, so I kind of try to put my foot down more because that's, that's kind of the Lord's day. And, and we need fellowship with believers though, too. So it's, I'm really happy with where things are. I make comfortable living in money because life's not all about money, but it's just like some of this is like, Oh, I obsess over emailing clients when I should be focused on, you know, family though, too. And I always have my phone out there. Hey, actually, I had a, a client who called me before I hopped on here and she had cash, you know, for me. So I'll probably pick it up tomorrow. It just like makes your head spin. It's worth owning your own business, but it's just a lot of organizational skills you need to work on. It's a lot of, you know, pre-planning. So it's just, I'm doing a lot of prayer and figuring out what I want to do, but I love doing this and we'll just kind of see what <laughs> next, next year goes. And then hopefully 45, I can hop out of there. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the same at the same point. Like I'm, I'm, I'm considered like I'm weighing all options. You know what I'm saying? Sorry um, for my rant. <laughs> I, no, you're fine. You're great. Um, you know, this year I don't mow anywhere near what you mow. Um, I mow, my lawns are probably, a, maybe some of them are probably slightly bigger than yours, but it's, uh, it's just been rough. Like, I don't know. I only mow 50 a week. Oh, sure, but so, they're but they're bigger, so you can do as much as someone mowing eighty. So, well, I doubt it. <laughs> but I'm saying, like um, the size wise, like like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like your size could be as if someone I owe I I mow eighty and make two thousand a week. I mow fifty and make the same. There you go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it it really wore me out this year. Um, part of it I know is my physical health or whatever. Um, so I'm getting into the gym, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know that, but really it's, it's just about getting worn out, just worn out, just yep. tired of, it feels like when you own and operate a business, it feels like you're always working. You're always on the clock. You're because yep. when you're done mowing, you come home and you take care of all the invoicing and stuff. Now, <laughs> when you, when you employ like a CRM or something like that, it's a, it's a little bit easier. So I'm looking Go at that book. stuff too. Yeah. Yep. Yard book. And so uh, looking at that, that stuff too, and just trying to mechanize is what I call it as much as possible. Uh, but 
you know, in the summer, my, my oldest son, Marcus works with me. Um, last year he worked with me two days or this year he worked with me two days a week. Um, so maybe next year he'll work three days a week. I don't know. That's, it's kind of up to him. I don't want him to, yeah, I don't want him to work his childhood away, but at the same time, he enjoys it and he, he really enjoys the money. So, um, you know, that's cash, bam cash. <laughs> uh, he's into RC cars and stuff like that. So he wants a new RC car. He's already got like a $250 RC car that he bought himself. That's crazy. But, but he wants a bigger one or something. So and wasn't he trying to <laughs> sell know. some artwork too, though, to get that? Uh, that was my younger yeah. son. That was young Levi. Son. Oh God. Okay. Um, Cause he's, he's seven and he sees Marcus, you know, buying this stuff. And so he wants it. Oh, yeah. So we tried that. Uh, you know, the grandparents bought some art, but you know, I, I get it. Nobody really wants to buy, you know, a seven-year-old's artwork. <laughs> you should maybe but try we, putting we, it up on Etsy. Yeah, we might. Um, but he he had some like birthday money and Christmas money and stuff that he had saved up. And then his brother, Marcus, actually helped him out. And so he he bought a cheaper big rc car so sure it they got it on a christmas special or something on a steep discount so he's happy with that so can't beat that no uh, that's that's awesome yeah so uh yeah i mean the these kids they love making money uh especially marcus so you raised your kids the right way if i can keep him interested in it you know that's what i want to do but uh back to you Sorry, my my whole recording setup kind of fell apart here, guys, and so I'm flustered now. But um, what what does your family life look like? Um, I, I know you're married. Do you have yeah, married two years ago. Like that, married two years ago. We have a baby boy on the way. He's due February seventh. So All right, that's nice. what we do. Got to wait about I don't know, hopefully ten years to put him there in the lawn care business, right? Yeah. Like we just had a kid just because I just need help. I uh, need uh, help with her with a lawn care. That's, I haven't announced it to my clients yet. I probably should because I will preach. I email blast my customers often. I, I I always let them know, guys, like what's going on. Do that. Establish a really good, as Aaron does this, really good relationship with their clientele. Actually get into their lives and pray for them. I mean, you could do it there, but pray for them. Care about them. I I, I had people that sent me wedding gifts, though, too, like extra money. I'm like, you don't need to do this or Christmas, you know, gifts. So I guarantee if I do send the registry over, uh, clients would, I will just get sent hordes of stuff, which I don't always like the spotlight, but I should probably do that. But, uh, yeah, baby is on the way. I'm a middle child of three. I have a younger brother and an older sister. And I grew up down the street from my parents about 10 minutes. And we got a nice little cute ranch out here in Livonia, Michigan. If everyone knows the seven mile in Merriman area, that's, that's where we are. And that's a nice little, um, house though, too. So I'd kind of funny i mean my front yard looks good but my backyard looks really bad so <laughs> it's like just hey. like the you know the um the pro can't take care of his own stuff right Is, isn't there some saying yep. like that yep yep you're you're busy taking every, care of everybody else's yard my my yard is the same way but of course i mean my front yard it, when we bought this house it was just all weeds i mean i literally had <laughs> to weed whack half of the backyard so oh, I mean, it was it was kind of a rundown house that we've kind of we're still bringing it up to where it should be um and then hopefully we're going to sell and buy somewhere out in the country um we want to be in the country let us move in sounds good with me too <laughs> livonia is nice but we can move farther from blue to red <laughs> and that's okay too right you know what i mean so yep. oh man 
I'm going to get DDoSed yeah. from this. <laughs> this podcast will get no <laughs> views because I dog. I, I didn't mention like the name of the press name, but they're like, oh, you said this. Like, really? <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. We've got chickens in the backyard and stuff. So they're tearing up the backyard anyway. So I, my own grass, I don't care about it too much. Um, there's weeds everywhere. It just makes sense. You're like way too busy and then fertilizer through yeah. the roof. Same with like grass yep. seed guys. It's up 50%. I wanted to really yep. oversee like my backyard doing like, I don't want to pay a hundred bucks for that. It's like, nope. Never mind. I'll just take care of other lawns and not my own. So, I mean, I, yep. I, I could write it off, but it's just crazy. Hopefully things come down for the um, uh, new uh, lawn care season. though. That's where we do a lot of Aaron's mulling and light podcast, guys. is excellent. Exegetical. It's, you know, verse by verse or, yeah, so. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Thanks for the shout out. Well, we have to wrap it up here. We're running out of time. So, Evan, where can people find you? Uh, social media, all that stuff. Instagram, you can do E&D Lawn Care, the YouTube channel. Just search for me, uh, E&D Lawn Care, Facebook, Evan Scott Lindman. You'll be able to find me. Uh, we're there, though, too. So it's it's been an honor to be on here, though, um, guys. And I just, I just kind of pray for all of us, though, too, that we'll just um, be focused this upcoming lawn care system and uh, season and just put, put the Lord first and study his word because that's where we find true success, though, too, is All right, guys. So Evan got cut off there. Uh, Zoom actually cut us off. This was an episode full of just all kinds of little errors and things shaking out the bugs for my first guest here on the podcast uh, over over Zoom anyway. So guys, I thank you for listening. I, I thank you for listening to Evan's story. Thank you, Evan, for being on. It was an honor to for you to be the first podcast guest that I've had on. Um, it's much different being the interviewer than being the interv interviewee. And he said the same thing uh, once we got off the air. So guys, I really do apologize for him being cut off there at the end. We're going to get him back on here soon so that we can kind of finish up this episode and well, not finish up this episode, but record, hear, learn more about Evan and really uh, dive into his business, his family life, his faith life. Um, you know, on this podcast, we like to talk about it all. So uh, that's what we're going to go on the next episode with Evan. Uh, we don't have that scheduled yet, but we will be working on that very soon. Guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some value out of it. And I will see you in the next episode.